Many people we talk to have fallen into the habit of vacationing in the same place year after year. While there's nothing wrong with that, as it creates traditions and lasting memories of a familiar place, you may find yourself intrigued by that friend or family member that is always traveling somewhere new. If that is you, but you aren't sure where to start, pack a bag and come with us today as we explore Travel Bucket List. We'll share with you what is on our list and tips for creating your own. So Melissa, this is right up your alley. Making lists and checking them off. Let's talk about how we first started on our travel bucket list and why was creating a bucket list so important to you? Sure. So we really didn't start out with a bucket list or start out by saying, okay, we're going to come up with a bucket list. But I would say as we started to travel more, we had been to places in Europe like Paris and London, Madrid, Germany. We had been to Hawaii and then we started going to Mexico a few times. And so I think that's when we really started thinking of other places in the world that we would like to go. And so here's how it kind of morphed into a travel bucket list. We had a chalkboard wall in our farmhouse kitchen a couple of houses ago. And one year we started out writing some New Year's resolutions and they ended up being several places that we'd like to travel. And so that was how our travel bucket list was born. And I think a bucket list for us, it just gives us a way to dream, something to look forward to. Um, some people like to describe it as manifesting the things that they desire. But we have our list for sure. But if there's other opportunities that arise, it's not like we say, oh, we have to go to this place first on our list before we go somewhere else. We just allow it to be what it is. And sometimes that might be adding a destination on the list, like going to Brussels, for example, if you're traveling somewhere else in Europe or going to Puerto Rico to get to the Virgin Islands, if that makes sense for your flights. Just a couple of places we've added for some upcoming trips this year. Yeah, Melissa never has any problem adding places to our trips. When creating a list, does it have to be something um, specific, like a certain place or country that you want to visit? Or could you start with something a little bit more generic, like maybe creating some type of travel goals? I think that it really could just look like dreaming or brainstorming first. If you're sitting down with whoever it is that you would like to travel with or create that bucket list with, where are some of the places that you would love to visit? And then as far as going, at first it could just be places around where you live. For example, when we first got married, we lived in Atlanta, and we could afford to camp, and that was about it. And so we would go to state parks in Georgia, Mulgee State Park, Providence Canyon. Uh, we would go to Savannah and camp, and that was a way that we could see new places and stay close by. Uh, we would camp on the Blue Ridge Parkway. And so you got to see and experience more things than just staying at home, but it wasn't like we could afford to go to faraway places then. Yeah, we had a old ragtop Jeep back then, and I remember just coming home after work on a Friday afternoon and be like, man, we should go somewhere. And we'd load up our camping stuff, um, put it all in the Jeep, and put our daughter in the Jeep with us and just take off and go. 
and uh, try to find, um, you know, a place to camp that weekend. And so that's kind of how we got started into that. It wasn't that we spent a lot of time planning and preparing for these trips. And I'd say that's probably something we've done more of recently is in that preparation and really deciding what you want to do up front. Because back then it was really just get in the car and go. Sure. And that can be for overnight trips like you're talking about. And it could also just be for day trips, things that are close by. Pack a picnic, go for the day. Um, It could also be like what you're talking about. Where can we go drive to and visit for the weekend? And so then after that, I think it's just like, what kind of things are you interested in? Do you like to go to the mountains? Do you like to go to the coast? Do you like to hike or golf? Um, skiing. For some people, it might be fishing. It could be centered around those things and just going to new places that you haven't been to that you haven't seen before. Yeah, I would say now it's just trying to find our way to the beach. (laughs) Yes, so traveling to any beach in the world is definitely always on my bucket list. And so, of course, our bucket list has lots of different things on it. But as far as bucket list travel goals, after we had visited um, in 2019, 2020, and 21, three new countries, three years in a row, that sort of became a goal for us was to try to go to a new country every year. But it could be that you try to visit um, all 50 states or every continent. I know that's on a lot of people's bucket list or all the islands of Hawaii or some kind of travel goal like that. So I can only imagine that now we've got someone who is sitting out there and thinking to themselves, there's no way I could afford all these trips on my bucket list or your bucket list. And, you know, while there's no denying that travel is definitely not cheap in a lot of cases, especially if you're talking about luxury travel, um, not every trip has to be a luxury trip. And not all bucket list destinations have to be international travel. Absolutely. And so this is something that I love to do. So looking for deals on flights being flexible on dates and locations and that's why I think it's great to have a bucket list to pull from so that when you see something that comes up you know if that's a place that you'd like to go. Getting alerts, um, so there's lots of different sites going um, which used to be called Scotch Cheap Flights to watch for flight deals. Um, Delta also has deals buried in their app too. Finding the credit card or rewards program that will get you free flights, free hotel rooms, upgrades for your loyalty and your spending. For hotels, renting people's timeshare weeks from places like Red Week. Booking last-minute travel deals. So this would be great for weekend trips. I know there's a lot of sites where you can set alerts about weekend tickets and last-minute hotel deals, again, from going Places like Priceline and Hopper have things like mystery room deals, so you can know the location and category of the room, but not the exact price, and sometimes not the exact location either. Uh, Reading blogs. How would that work? A mystery location. You just, like, 
get up, pack a bag and head to the airport? No, it's more like you might know, for example, I've seen them in Orlando. So you might know that you're going to Orlando and you're staying in this general vicinity and this category hotel, and this is what you're going to pay. But you might not know the exact hotel that you are going to stay in. I can't imagine how big your bag would be if you didn't know where you were going. Yes, that would be definitely a lot more of a challenge. But no, it's more like you find out the hotel last minute, which hotel you're staying in. So there's lots of blogs um, as well. And like the points guy, obviously that's how people like that got started is just looking for these deals and sharing these deals with other people and sharing their techniques. That can be really helpful too in getting on their email list. Sometimes international travel can be end up being less expensive if you get a good flight deal depending on where you're going. Four and five star hotels in some cities and other countries can definitely be a whole lot less overseas than they are in the U.S. So googling that and researching that and seeing what others have to say about those. I can't tell you how many times this past fall uh, Melissa would come running in the room and be like oh flights to Madrid are six hundred dollars should we book them? Absolutely I torture myself with these flight deals but sometimes it's fun to watch and then recommend to people that you know we're looking So another way to be able to travel is to look at the cost of lodging, food, tours, etc. at a destination. So like I just mentioned, for example, it can be more expensive to travel in Europe than it is in some locations in South America or in Southeast Asia. So looking at the cost of what food and transportation and lodging is going to cost you once you get there can really help you map out a budget for your trip. I know recently when we were down in Ecuador, we kind of had even heard maybe that food and stuff would be more expensive, but I didn't find that to be true at all. No, absolutely not. And I think sometimes in hotels in international cities, there's a lot more availability of restaurants, um, upscale restaurants and things like that than you find in the U.S., So if you can find a good flight deal to a location where it's cheaper to stay and eat and do tours, it actually can work out really to your advantage to be able to do some things internationally that you didn't think were in your budget. So, you know, we've talked a little bit about creating a bucket list. Now let's talk about some things that are actually on our bucket list. Um, What are some of the things that we've been able to check off the list so far and then what's next sure so i obviously love talking about our bucket list so i think a huge one for us that i think was on the bucket list maybe in the back of our mind was going to the galapagos and so we just got back from that trip a few weeks ago and We probably wouldn't have said, oh, this would be the next one on our list. But again, we had the opportunity to do this one with some friends recently. And it was just not anything that we could pass up. Yeah, I think back to that chalkboard wall uh, in our kitchen in the Galapagos Islands was on that wall. So I remember, you know, seeing that and remember writing that onto the wall and really not knowing when that would become a reality. And I'm so excited to talk about that trip, but I think we'll have to save that for another episode. 
Yes, I think there's lots and lots to unpack from that trip. Including well. my bags. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Antarctica and Afri- and an African safari are probably of the two biggest ones that I am thinking of on our bucket list as things to do sooner than later. Absolutely. Those are two huge ones. And anybody that we've talked to who have who has done Antarctica, who's done an African safari, uh, like the Galapagos, say absolutely must do trips. Yeah, we've got a couple of big uh, occasions next year. So we've got a big wedding anniversary coming up next year. I've got a big birthday uh, celebration coming up. And so we're now starting to talk about the African safari because that's one of the things that I would love to do. And matter of fact, we began talking about this on our trip recently with some of the friends that we were traveling with. And so I think they may join us. So if someone's ready to start building their bucket list, what would you recommend that they need uh, to read, uh, watch, or listen uh, to get information on great places to put on their list? So I personally have always been a huge Rick Steves fan. In my mind, he was probably the original travel influencer. Um, Before social media, he would take these trips and write travel books. And um, so he was figuring out a way to give free content on his website. He would do uh, radio shows with people, much like podcasts are today, and he has a podcast now, in order for him to make a living from travel, books and paid resources, and also making international travel accessible and budget-friendly to other people. But nowadays, there's so much more information out there. So I would start with resources, I think, that are relatable to you and that are within your budget right now. There is just so much free content out there now on blogs and podcasts and on social media and on Pinterest. So I would also say don't be dreaming of things like the Four Seasons and the Ritz-Carlton. It's staying at a hostel or camping or doing it at a budget hotel is how you could travel. And I would also say that you're also, you're not going to remember the flight or the hotel nearly as much as the destination. And so figure out how to get there and figure out how to stay comfortably and safely, but don't spend all your travel budget on that. Um, For us, it's about seeing as much of the world in the time and with the resources that we have. And so now we have access to thousands of travel influencers, podcasts, blogs, Pinterest, books. So I would say just pick the ones that educate and inspire you the most. But if staying at the Four Seasons in Bali is one of your dreams, then go for it. Absolutely. And so I would say stay, save, and figure out those point deals and um, make it happen. So here's some other suggestions that I would have as well. So subscribe to some sites like Going, which as I mentioned before is formerly Scotch Cheap Flights. That will help you watch for flight deals. You can also do specific ones on Google Flights and Hopper and Skyscanner, but Going will give you uh, deals that will just kind of come through on your inbox to inspire you, I would say. Subscribe to 
other sites like the Points Guy to learn how to use credit cards, hotels, airline points, and miles wisely, and read books. The originator of Scotch Teeth Flight also has a book take, that's called Take More Vacations, and it offers some really great insight, I felt like, about how to stretch and use your time off to get the most vacations in in a year. Lonely Planet has some really great guides as well. Yeah, and I would just say is when you're looking at points, and gosh, here's another episode that we're going to have to do is about rewards and points and stuff like that. But sometimes using points for a stay is not the best option. And so think about that as well. You know, we've seen times where um, the number of points to stay in a location is not worth it at all. Or you could just rent the room and pay cash for much less. Absolutely. And so that is why there's all these sites with all the different ways to really maximize your your points spending. But I will say probably of all the things that we have done personally, we've probably used more free airline miles and free flights because flight really flights can really add up. And so those things have helped us get to a location probably more than anything else. Yeah. And, you know, as we start to talk more about our backgrounds and you learn more about us, um, you'll also find that sometimes uh, it's a good idea just to track travel on to maybe another trip that you're already taking. So like a business trip or something like that. And that might spur you to think of a new place to go based on where you're going for your business travel. So one of the greatest parts of a bucket list is to share it with other people and to hear what's on their list. If you have something on your list that we need to hear about, leave us a comment. Most importantly, subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends to help them catch the travel bug. You never know, they may become your greatest travel companion.